Hello and welcome to a very special blended episode of the Studio Cellar and Second Class Cinema. Today's episode will be an interview with writer, director, producer Matt Jaisley, who made the movie Back From Hell. Now, this movie was the first episode of Second Class Cinema, so you can imagine how rough it is. Months later, much to our surprise, Matt reached out to us after listening to the episode wanting to talk about the movie, which led us to tonight. Now, a brief history on why this movie is important to me. In college, in a group of our friends, we would enjoy diving into the occasional B-movie. One day I get a call from my friend Thorne claiming he had to bring this one movie over. He started watching it on his own, realizing the potential of what he put in, he immediately turns it off so we could all watch it as a group. Needless to say, we had an absolute blast watching this movie. Everyone did in their own way. And over the past eight years, I've made it a personal mission to show this movie to as many people as I could corner and force to sit in a room with me for an hour and 20 minutes. At this point, I've lost track of how many people, but there's one of two reactions to this movie. Absolute admiration or utter disgust. No offense, Matt. A very good number of people I know, for better or worse, remember this movie. It stays with them. That, to me, is the whole reason why we at Second Class Cinema watch these movies. Creating unique memories with each other and the movies that we've watched. Back From Hell to me is just another old college friend of mine whose company I get to enjoy every so often. So now it's time for me to shut up and get on with the good stuff. And if you could just real quick uh, let Satan know that he can kiss my black ass, that'd be great. We are here with Matt Jaisley, director of Back From Hell. How's it going, Matt? <laughs> Excellent, thanks. This is like the first time we've ever spoken. We've only done this through email, right? Well, I feel like I know you guys. You, you were so hilarious uh, <laughs> with your, with your uh, um, earlier review of my movie. Oh, yeah. Um, it was very funny. You guys are very funny. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, we, we do enjoy the movie a lot. It makes a, an easy and fun viewing, you know? I'm pretty sure Tom's seen it at least 47 times. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've shown it to a lot of people, and uh, yeah, I've, I've sat there with them the whole time. Wow. We're yeah. Tom's only friends that are left. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is it. This yeah, room. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Might not want to show it to too many more people there. <laughs> no, no way, no way. I'll show it to everybody. Um, okay. So uh, let's just start with, um, how'd you even get into filmmaking? What, what drove you? Well, yeah, I started, you know, uh, um, oh, I don't know, when I was like 10 or 11, uh, my parents gave oh, wow. me a super 8 millimeter, you know, camera. Nice. And so I started doing that, making short films, and the logical progression, you know, through my teens, they got a little bit longer, you yeah. know, until I started thinking, whoa, okay, you know, I should make a feature, feature-length movie, and it was sort of a logical progression. And this was back, you know, in the 80s, and uh, we, had, we, we actually... You know, I, we were trying to rate me and, well, when I say we, me, I was like, you know, 20. I had my uh, partner in crime was this kid that wanted to be an effects artist. Mm -hmm. He was like 17. His name's Matt Huntley. And uh, we tried to raise like $70,000 or something to make like, you know, a bigger movie. And that just wasn't happening. <laughs> you know, some teenagers. So, you know, we ended up, uh, that's where Back From Hell came out of. I mean, you know, I got a few bucks from my grandma and we maxed out some credit cards. Man, we just went for it. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. Uh, when did you start shooting Back From Hell, by the way, and how long did it take to to shoot? Well, I think about oh, 80, 80 to 90% of it was shot in one week in October of 1988. Wow. 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 I was That's a watch of two years with, old. With a couple, of, a couple of additional scenes shot like a year later in 89. Oh, interesting. All right, so th that that was pretty efficient work. How did you how did you manage to get all of that coordinated in, in just one week? Oh hell, man! I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I, 
also at different locations. We're all actually right in one spot at my grandma's house. Oh, nice. Like the, the interior, you know, of that of that mill was actually the second floor of her garage out back. Oh and yeah. When they go when they go to uh, dude man's, you know, aunt's house. Okay, <laughs> that's her house. And then everything that was in the woods was like in her backyard. So we were all kind of you know just in one place, just outside of town. So we didn't have to move around too much. Oh, in the basement, you know, was her basement. So it was all. There's a little, you know, a little movie studio going on in my grandpa's house there for a week. Well, that's awesome. Um, now, with regards of who's in the movies, some of the actors, how how did you get in touch with those people? Are they friends, or did you hold like uh, any casting for this, or or what? Um, well, the guy who played the priest, mm-hmm. Sean Scott, he might have been the oldest guy involved with the movie. I think he was 24. Oh wow! So he seemed kind of old. He seemed kind of old to us at the time, but he was. Uh, I, I was working at. I was working at some grocery store and a night crew, and he was like the night crew shift manager or something. But he was um, doing uh, stand-up comedy wow. in Ann Arbor. And actually, he's down in Texas, and he's still doing stand-up comedy. And he's actually presenting one of the screenings of uh, Back from Hell, I think, in El Paso, Texas, on Friday. So he's uh, the fact that he you know had experience with the stand-up comedy made me you know immediately think of him as you know I should put you in front of you know in front of the camera because you know he had some short, a little bit of show business experience. And then uh, let me see, Larry, who's the blonde guy, <laughs> was I mean, was uh, was really good in the school plays, you know, but kind of froze up a little bit. Started <laughs> the movie. I thought yeah, he did but, that. Um, but it, basically, it was just you know people from my group of friends, you know, a circle of friends. That's who that's who ended up in the movie. Now, how long did the movie? And it took you, um, you know, a week to shoot it, and then some pickups later. How long did it take for it to be a complete um, item for for distribution? How did you get to that point? Oh God, it took like four years or so. And this was all done. You know, this was back before computers took over everything. So movies had to all be done the hard way. You know, um, we couldn't do, I couldn't do anything at home. I had to go someplace, I had to drive to Detroit to do any little thing, you know. Oh, wow, or Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and wow, so, uh, and cutting, yeah, cutting sound effects, I mean, you know, you have to actually cut them in. <laughs> and you have to have them transferred into what's called mag stock, which it looks like film, and has sprocket holes, but it's magnetic tape, you know, and you have to oh, yeah. sound effects into that. And so, yeah, I mean, all of that, you know, I was doing this in my grandma's basement for, like, you know, years, man. This, like, went on for years. So I think 1992 was, is, is actually the, the copyright date on the movie. That's when I actually, like, you know, had the credits made and sort of put it all together. Now, was this just a, um, like, a driving force the whole time, or was this something that you did casually? I was pretty obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we thought... I mean, you know, we're, we were silly at the time, but we, you know, this was going to be our, you know, big, uh, you know, this is going to throw us right into the Hollywood spotlight, you know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it could lead to other movies, but no, I, we, were, we were all pretty much uh, serious about it. Did you ever think that a bunch of people from East Bumfuck, Massachusetts <laughs> were going to be this interested in your movie? Yes. Well, I, I had hoped. I, I had hoped long, long and hard. So I appreciate it. Yeah, it's interesting how we uh, even got to watch this movie. Uh, a friend of mine had had got a gift from his dad. Uh, it was just like a four pack uh, of DVDs. Oh yeah, is it like 
Thirst or something. I've exactly got right. Exactly. From uh, Suncoast, from Suncoast Motion Picture Company in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got one of those. Uh, he put it in when he was by himself. He immediately turned it off and then had to show all of us this movie. And we all had a great time watching this movie. The, uh, the funny I, thing about that four pack is, is Back from Hell is like disc one, side one. If that gives you any indication as to how bad the other three movies are <laughs> on that particular four pack. Oh, we watched yeah. a couple of the other ones on that pack. It didn't work we, out too well. I don't think we got through any right. of them. Uh, now, you made Back from Hell. Took you a while to get it out there. Uh, did that give you then just kind of a thirst for making other movies too, or was it like you were really looking forward well, to doing that? It did. It, it directly led to uh, the second and third movies that I've done. I've actually made six. Yeah. Overall, and so uh, the next one we did, I hooked up with this guy in Washington State who was running like a major bootlegging company. He would advertise in the back of Fangoria and all the magazines and shit. He was pulling in like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh wow! So. And, you know, this is before DVDs came into the picture, selling, you know, all the European movies and Hong Kong movies and shit like that. And so he wanted to go legit. And so, yeah, I kind of moved out there to help him with his company, thinking I could get him to invest in a couple of movies, and that's what happened. So we made... Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, the, the second movie was called Legion of the Night, and then the third movie was called The Necrophiles. Tom's only seen those about nine times. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've seen any of those, yeah. but I look forward to it. Uh, the the Necrophiles uh, gets talked about quite a bit. That's kind of a reactionary movie, I guess. Now, now which, one, um, which one of your movies uh, did you have the most fun making, or which ones kind of came out like your favorite? Like, which one do you hold closest to your heart? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, they're all the same to me, all actually. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, work, I work equally hard on all of them, and... Maybe Back from Hell, just because that's, like, the first one. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really differentiate. It, it, it all kind of blurs into one long thing, really. <laughs> you know, it'd be like it, it, a musician, you know, working, you know, making records or whatever. I'm sure it just blurs into one long thing. It's kind of hard to separate them. So um, it's, it sounds like your grandmother was really supportive during the entire process of making Back from Hell. I'm oh, yeah. curious... Um, yeah. Uh, was she also like a fan of horror movies, and and what did she think of the final product? Um, no, not particularly. But she she plays a zombie <laughs> in Back from Hell. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, <laughs> when, nice. when the zombies, if you remember the scene when the zombies are coming up the steps, mm -hmm. she's like the sort of white haired lady. <laughs> Next time I watch <laughs> and, it, I'll keep an eye out for it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it's her and my my mom and dad and a couple of their friends. Oh, that's fantastic! So, my parents were pretty were pretty supportive too. And after a while, they just kind of gave in, you know. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> yeah, no choice. It's gonna happen. Were there were there any horror movies growing up that kind of you know influenced you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. When I was a kid, actually, it's my first uh, memory in a theater. I think I might have been four or five, and I actually remember seeing it at the drive-in. I think it was on a double bill with uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. <laughs> but uh, I remember, like, as kids, we would chase each other around and play Not a Living Dead. This was, like, you know, in the mid-70s or something. I had no idea what the movie was about. But they started showing it again, you know, um, late-night TV, like in the late-70s and early-80s. It would show up on late-night TV. And, yeah, I quickly became really obsessed with that movie just because I sort of knew that it was made, you know, way outside of Hollywood. 
I just like a group of buddies that got together and, you know, sort of pulled off, moved the magic, you know? And, yeah, that was a big inspiration for me. Did you make any, like, kind of short movies or just kind of, like, goofing around films before Back From Hell that kind of, you know, were, were got you to the point where you're like, yeah, let's do, like, a feature film kind of thing? Oh, yeah, big time. I was, um, pretty much had that Super 8 camera in my hand, you know, from the age of 10. And I would even, even get to the point, like, in high school, when the teacher, you know, would assign some project, I would just give him a movie. Like, no matter what the project was, I would just, like, make a movie instead, and I would always get, like, an A. You know, so it was, like, it was, like, a good way to, like, skate, you know, through high school. I thought I was impressing people and stuff. That's a good move. I wish I thought of that. Yeah. Actually, Jimmy and I tried that once. We didn't get a very good grade. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. The Gandhi presentation. Yeah. That was really bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, so you guys made some movies when you were kids, probably. I think everybody does it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know growing up I made a ton of short, stupid things, and now I'm still making short, stupid things. <laughs> yeah, you should go on YouTube and search for, the what is it, The Misadventures of George Foreman. Unspoken the Journeys. The Unspoken oh. Journeys of George Foreman. Yeah. Oh, that's, your, that's yours? Oh, uh, yeah. From Oh, you've like, heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. No, it's just some stupid thing we slapped together when we were like 16. Uh, did not, was not good. But, you know, it's those kinds of things that help shape you as a, as a filmmaker when you're, when you're making stuff nowadays. I know we just, um, I just did one of those 48-hour film projects that went public today. And, uh, you know, I'm still making really dumb short movies. Uh, it just oh, wow. won't stop. Yeah. 48 hours. Yeah, I've never done one of those things. Ah, you'd probably do really well at it, actually. If uh, if you if you shot an entire feature in one week, I'm assuming yeah, you can make true. it a four minute. <laughs> How did the uh, whole Alamo Draft House thing end up coming up? The whole video vortex thing. Did they reach out to you, or was that um, something yeah. that you just Dude, a surprise? This is, this is this is so bizarre, man. Like honestly, <laughs> like a theatrical release of Bad from Hell is about the last thing I expected to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden, yeah, no, I just. Think, the dude uh, Facebooked me, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, go for it. I mean, it's actually playing like uh, I think five or six different Alamo draft houses this month. It only played at uh, in Denver, Colorado, and the one in Yonkers, New York City, on the tenth, and then it's playing on three additional ones across the country later in the month. But yeah, it is really weird. But it's part of their, you know, they're doing this uh, summer. Um, series uh, video vortex, which is all just sort of like rare released to VHS type horror movies. So it's part of that series, so it kind of fits right in, you know, to that whole thing. When when you were approached with that, I mean, was it? Did he just ask you straight up, or I mean, did, did this person well, have a history with Back from Hell? I think he had. Yeah, actually, he wrote a review. He's a, the, the guy that's uh, he's one of the programmers for the Alamo Draft House. He wrote a review. Of Back from Hell a couple of years ago that was like just so in depth. I mean, this review just went on for pages and pages and pages. Oh my goodness. And so obviously, I like, you know, noticed that and I sent him a thanks, you know, for his, for, you know, for, you know, bringing, you know, some exposure to the movie and stuff. And I think he might have remembered me because of that. I would, I don't, I'd never even heard of Alamo Draft House really, so I didn't really know what he was talking about. Ah. Oh, there's also, there's, there's also a company, you guys, in Detroit, a DVD company called Massacre Video, which is going to be putting out, 
which is I'm planning to do a, a uh, you know a DVD of Back from Hell. Oh, nice. Full of full of extras and there's director of commentary and there's some missing scenes and there's uh, some other stuff like that. And so both of these kind of came together at once. And so yeah, that was exciting for me. I actually went through it and kind of proved the movie a little bit for for these two things. Yeah. So how come you aren't attending any of the Alamo Draft House uh, viewings? I didn't. Uh, I, uh, well, I, sh- I shot a introduction, which is what they usually ask you to do if they're not willing to like fly you. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like, a videotape like an introduction, and that's going out. You know, to all the Alamo draft houses with the movie. That's good enough, because you know, I mean, I do have a job here. <laughs> I don't know if I, <laughs> you know, I'm not really in a position to just, uh, you know. Uh, Float around the country with their back from hell screenings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sounds like a dream. I know, as fun as that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what do you kind of have going on in the works for for you right now? Are you in the middle of writing anything new? Um, anything like that? Well, I just had a movie come out on March twenty fourth, mm-hmm. just a few months ago. And my latest movie is called Revolution Six Six Six. All right. So that's still kind of a brand new thing. I haven't gotten. A sales report. It, it was released by a company called Whack Movies. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, and so, um, but that's, uh, they managed to get it around all over the place. So I'm waiting to see how that does. That might, obviously, if I make a few bucks off of that, you know, I might get another project going. Well, that'd be awesome. Um, does, uh, are any of these have any sort of uh, end game in any streaming? Like, are any of these going to wind up on Netflix? Are we going to be able to have easy access to these things? Or is this strictly, like, DVD distribution? I think, um, well, the new one is pretty much, I've, I've been looking around on the internet, and it's pretty much on every streaming site oh, great. possible right now. <laughs> yeah, Revolution 666. And I don't know how much of that is legit, because so many of these sites are pirate sites, you yeah. know? But, yeah, it's pretty much everywhere. I've actually had it taken down six different times off of YouTube. Oh, man. Just because I'm like, God damn it! Obviously, who's going to you know buy it from... Because it's also on some like, on-demand thing, and who's going to pay for it? Obviously, you can watch it free on YouTube. Like, a year from now, I won't give a shit, but I mean... It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. it's still fresh. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um... So when you were funding Back from Hell, it sounded like you had like a lot of like kind of an like early version of crowdfunding. Have you ever considered doing a crowdfunding type experience now that that's um, kind of catching on? Yeah, um, yeah, I've thought about it. Actually, you know, maybe uh, you know, there, there's. I mean, right now, obviously, there's uh, you guys included. There's like so much attention on Back from Hell all of a sudden. Maybe I should do a sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've talked about that many times. <laughs> I'll help you write a sequel, man. I will. I get this world. You're in. You know what? You guys, you guys can't even be in the movie. Oh, that'd be oh. incredible. That would be amazing. We would fly to yeah. be in that movie. What's your Oh, okay. Well, well you, can, you can even come up with your own get a grizzly deaths. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun, man. I would, I would give that project money for sure. Yeah, definitely. Are you originally from Michigan? Have you lived in Michigan your whole I, life? I am. I'm from, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, michigan which is uh just south of ann arbor if you know where ann arbor is yeah so i was gonna say i um i've driven across the country and i stopped in hell michigan how come you didn't consider shooting back from hell in hell <laughs> michigan? that would uh yeah well actually yeah i think the idea might have crossed our minds at the time but, you know, like, oh, michigan, 
there really is nothing there. <laughs> no, yeah, there isn't. It actually was snowing while I was there. Huh. It was snowing but I think it would be cheaper just to make a fake sign that says "Call Michigan." <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the ground in my front yard. Or yeah, probably. <laughs> but actually, you know, I lived. Uh, I lived in uh, on the on the uh, west coast for uh, a number of years. I actually just moved back here a few years ago, but I. I shot half my movies, you know, out on the West Coast, mostly up in uh, Washington State. Interesting. That's where, uh, you know, the Necrophiles were shot. Oh, cool. A couple other things. Yeah, I try to get around. All right, that's, uh, that's excellent. So where, are you, so where are you guys all based? I mean, where are you guys at right now? Right now we are in a place called Attleboro, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, okay. Oh, yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're New England people. Uh, oh, so, so we get horror over here. Yeah, that's, we're, that's what we hear. <laughs> we're about ten minutes from Providence, Rhode Island. We're right on the border. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. we also try and uh, make all of our stuff here where we come from because that's uh, right, satisfying, right. right? And inexpensive. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, well, you know, the, the little area I live in is somewhat New Englandy. I mean, yeah. as far as you know, the, the the age of the buildings and the architecture and stuff is like actually very New Englandy around here. We got some buildings, you know, look like they're about two hundred years old. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's good locations. Did I mention that Ben Diddle is my dog? Yes! <laughs> I, I, I think I remember on your review, you guys were pondering, like, who the fuck is Ben Diddle? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we saw that in the credits. We're like, Ben Diddle? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, hell, man. I, I dedicated my first three movies to him. Oh. So that's like an ongoing thing there, yeah. That's good. And you said he uh, was in the movie? So, to Back From Hell again, uh, the music in Back From Hell is something that is very catchy. I really like the tune. Where did, where did the inception for that come from? I obviously, uh, it obviously was uh, inspired by the, uh, the zombie. Mm. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the film Zombie, Lucio uh, Fulci, Fulci movie. Yeah. It's, got a very, it's got a very similar uh, kind of, you know, with the bass to that, you know, boom, 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 with some, like, you know, choir, creepy, creepy choir. Uh-huh. I guess I kind of got it from there. But there's other pieces of music that are similar to different throughout the movie. Now, um, you, did you do the music yourself, or was that something you worked with someone on? Um, I did it mostly myself. I brought in, I think, a friend of mine who's a little bit more of a musician, a guy named Scott Allen, did maybe like some more, you know, some, some cording on the keyboard, yeah. you know, to make it fill it up a little bit. Yeah, because I, you know, I was playing in some rock bands at the same time, and so I had some musical buddies. But, I, I, you know, John Carpenter was a... I was a big fan of John Carpenter oh, at the yeah. time, so I thought that would be cool. You know, <laughs> do my, my own music, yeah. <laughs> now, is that something you do for all your movies, or do you like to be no, part of that only, process? I, no, I think I've only done that twice. I, did, I, I scored The Necrophiles myself. Uh, for Legion of the Night, we actually hired... Uh, this guy from uh, Pennsylvania that that's, that did the music for the uh, Night of the Living Dead 1990, Tom Savini's remake. He did the music for that, and I knew somebody that knew him, and I kind of thought that the music in that was pretty good, so I heard him. Oh, nice. 
uh, lately it's just been, you know, uh, um, free license music. You know, you know, you just... The, the royalty-free stuff? Yes, yes. Yeah. So if you, if you could pick one Hollywood actor to be in one of your films, who would it be? That's a good question. Dead or Alive? Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive? Oh, my God. One Hollywood actor. Overwhelming. One Hollywood actor. Oh, can I, can I pull, can I, can I have three? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Can, I pull, can I pull, can I pull Roy Scheider and Richard Dreyfuss and Robert Shaw back together? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good cast right there. Yeah, Get the cast of Jaws and Back from Hell 2. That would just be super badass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this? It's gonna be like a a back from hell meets uh, Sharknado kind of thing. <laughs> yes, yes. So they'll have to go on a boat or like a camper or something, you know, and then uh, find the uh, whatever I don't know the demon monster. <laughs> something. Uh, Actually, that's a terrible idea. But it's, it's <laughs> I'd still watch it, man. I'd still, I'd still. Watch it. All right. Yeah, I'll watch it too. <laughs> Um, so does anyone else have any specific back from hell questions or any other questions at all? Did you? Oh, we, uh, we almost got, all got arrested. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is interesting. Like, uh, I'll just throw that in there. All yeah, right. um, I, I even have pictures of that. We, uh, uh, that flashback scene when he cuts the guy's throat in the alley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, we're in downtown Ann Arbor, and all of a sudden, you know, about five minutes later... I mean, the guy's still on the ground, you know, the actor with the blood, and we hear, like, <laughs> and, like, literally, dude, like, literally five cop cars, like, a fire truck, oh ambulances, <laughs> everything, man, shows up. So, we, 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 like, ran to him. We're like, you know, hey, man, we're just, like, shooting a movie. It's no big deal. <laughs> and and they're, like, they're like, yeah, we're going to take a look anyway, okay? <laughs> like, that. Like, you know, it's a gang hit, not that cover story. Oh, we're just shooting a movie. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, excuse so is always looking for ghosts. gave us 15 minutes to finish the scene. <laughs> hey, so, that's nice. We yeah, yeah, no, it, it could have thrown us out of there. Or arrested us, I don't know. But, yeah, that happens a lot on a whole bunch of movies, actually. Cops. I've had, I've had cops pointing guns at me before and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had rednecks shoot at me. Everybody's like, look at the going... You know, right past my head, right next shooting at me because they didn't want us on their, on their property. But, you know, we had to finish the scene. Leads <laughs> <laughs> into the night, these guys, these, like, you know, guys with beards were, like, sitting on their back porch just, like, taking pot shots at us. All right, maybe, maybe we don't want to be in your next film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an adventure, man. Come on. <laughs> um, did the name Back from Hell come before or after you were kind of shooting the film? Yeah, um, I think we shot it under the title uh, Edge of Hell. Actually, and then a friend of mine uh, called me up. He's like, "Hey, dude, I just watched a movie called Edge of Hell on Canadian uh, television or some shit." Right? <laughs> so, I, so I was like, "Oh no, Edge of Hell!" So I like changed it. <laughs> <laughs> was that movie any good, Edge of Hell? Sounds good. Hey, he might have been lying. I don't know. I've never <laughs> even heard of it. <laughs> he's trying to sabotage. I, the, I, I've not the searched thing. for it. I've never found it, so I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. But yeah, I changed the title anyway. Uh. <laughs> But you know, there was another Back from Hell that came out, like, in 2012. I saw that. Yeah. And the two of them do get confused uh, around the internet. I've seen, like, you know, a poster for that one will show up with a, with a description of my movie, <laughs> you know, here and there. Interesting. 
Yeah, that'll uh, fund your next movie, right? Right, right. <laughs> Back from Hell 2, funded by Lost. It's obviously warranted. I mean, obviously, you know, George Lucas could, you know, register, you know, Star Wars, so why can't I register Back from Hell, right? That means, uh, <laughs> no reason, man. Incredibly, incredibly popular film, you know. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug that's coming up for you besides, like, any, uh, you know, get the Alamo Draft House stuff coming up? Anything you want to shout out there? that i'll watch that tonight, <laughs> no, not tonight tons, of cheesy, tons of cheesy action you guys i promise you oh that's perfect man that is perfect um i think that's it unless anyone else has any last thing uh, they want to throw out there um what do you do when you're not making awesome films um <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> i'm making i'm making less than awesome films <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you which ones those are, but uh, I'm sure you'll know it when you find it. <laughs> All right, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for for calling in. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for reaching out to us and uh, talking about Back from Hell, man. We really do enjoy that movie. Yes, it's a fun. Well, thank you. I'm glad you got. I'm glad you guys liked it a yeah. lot. Um, just, uh, any exposure is good exposure, and uh, you guys are funny as hell. I, mean, I appreciate I, that. Literally, I shot like Kool Aid. I shot Kool Aid out of my nose. <laughs> listening to your uh, your uh, first episode there. Can I quote oh, that nice. from you? Can I put that on our site? <laughs> yes. Kool Aid came yes. out of my nose. Yeah, I, think was, I think it was fruit punch uh, Kool Aid. Oh, perfect. Well, at that point, specific. that's just a practical yeah. effect. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again, and uh, hope for the best for the Alamo Draft House. And uh, everyone, check out Revolution Six Six Six. That's uh, gonna be good. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Right, take it easy. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to the episode. If you'd like more information on the Studio Cellar, you can visit thestudioseller.com. If you want more information on Second Class Cinema, you can go to secondclasscinema.podbean.com. You can find everyone here on iTunes. If you'd like to watch Back from Hell in Austin, Texas at the Alamo Draft House, you can see that on June 21st at 10 p.m. Thanks again to Matt Jaisley, and good night. No wicked god. No wicked demon. No demon of the sea. No demon of the marsh. No demon of the desert. No demon of the mountain. May sees us here. No wicked god. No wicked demon. No demon of the sea. No demon of the marsh. No demon of the desert. No demon of the mountain. May sees us here. No wicked god. No wicked demon. No demon of the sea. No demon of the marsh, no demon of the desert, no demon of the mountain. May sees us here.